Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to the program. Today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman, and we thank you for listening to AFR on this Thursday, September the 9th. And in particular, we welcome our new listeners in Chattanooga and uh, 105.1 FM. So if you have friends or family in Chattanooga, you can tell them AFR is on the air in their community, AFR.net on the web uh, or 105.1. What did I say? 105.1? I think said. 105.1 on the radio dial. Fred Jackson with me. Now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Brother Steve. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm well. I'm well. Okay. I'm just reading here, um, <laughs> just reading, there's a, uh, a reporter who works for, uh, she's, tweet, she's tweeting, she works for the Daily Wire. Her name is Chrissy Clark, and this is her tweet. Well... After getting the Pfizer vaccine and having COVID twice, I've been diagnosed with COVID for a third time. Oh, man. Symptoms are bad this time around. Prayers are always appreciated. Who's this? Uh, this is a reporter for the Daily Wire. Her name is Chrissy Clark. You can get COVID three times? She apparently has. Um, or at least she's tested positive three times. Well, no, she, this time, well, that's true. I don't know, but... The, if she tested positive at least twice, but this time she's got symptoms that are bad. I, I imagine she had symptoms the first three times. That was a way to answer your question, how am I doing? Not as bad as her. <laughs> I just, mm, well, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a uh, highly, highly, highly unusual I would think, yeah. situation there. What's your name? Chrissy, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y. What's her, what's her, what's she known for? She's a reporter with The Daily Wire. <clears throat> okay. All right, uh, so we uh, got a lot of news about uh, Afghanistan, do we now, Steve? Yeah. I'm trying to get out of Afghanistan? We are trying, and uh, there was plane loaded up today. I'm not sure if it took off yet. Did Had you heard yet? I haven't seen it. Um, but uh, I had a conversation yesterday with David Barton. Um, now, you may be wondering what his connection is to Afghanistan. He's the nation's leading historian, constitutional expert from a, a Christian perspective. And uh, what's he doing about Afghanistan? He is part of a um, a group that decided that they had to go in. I asked him yesterday, so what is a, a, a constitutional expert doing in the middle of a war zone? He said, if you're reading the Bible, we don't really have a chance uh, a choice in going and helping the poor and the those in, in need. So he sees it as a scriptural mandate. But I had to talk to him, and we've been talking about the planes taking off and not taking off uh, because the State Department has said, no, we're not going to let you leave. Uh, he uh, talked about that, and it's worse than you think. Um, you're going to hear him talking about to me about uh, interaction he had with the State Department trying to get out of um out of uh, afghanistan listen to listen to this cut i wrote it down right here sorry this would be cut 11 the taliban shows up and they start taking all the 
um, they'd start taking passports and, and green cards and national ID cards and, and the form of identification from these. And so Blinken comes out yesterday and says, well, we're not going to take anyone who doesn't have identification. We go, no, wait a minute. Identification is the Taliban that took it. It's you guys kept the planes on the ground. And so we were talking actually to the State Department and, and saying, what do we do? And, and they were laughing about it. And they said, well, we, we gave you on the 24th of August, we told you what would happen if this would occur. If anyone loses their, their ID card or passport, they have to go to the embassy and start the process to get a new one. We said, but wait a minute. Afghanistan is shut down. We don't have an embassy there anymore. And they said, yeah, that's right. Ha, ha, ha. And it was just like a joke to them. Yeah. Um, and and they even, the State Department even turned around planes that were already in the air because they didn't want them to leave. And what awaits people if they get uh, back and they're not able to get out in time? Uh, the Taliban, there's no such thing as a kinder and gentler Taliban. I want to hear, uh, David said that uh, the Christians there are in trouble. Listen to Cut 10. Even just yesterday, we got the report of uh, Taliban broke into a group of, of Christians having a, a study and killed every one of them. So the deaths and the manner of death and the brutality that is still being exercised there, Taliban is hunting Christians. Um, they're hunting others, and they're killing them. Media has not done a good job of reporting the brutality that is currently going against Christians right now uh, because we did not get them out of the country. We're losing them. Yeah, it's not it's not a good uh, time right now for Christians. Yeah, uh, uh, David's uh, been working, I think, with Glenn Beck. I'm not sure. It is. Yeah, Glenn yeah. Beck and he are part of a group, and I, I don't have the name of it right uh, now. Yeah, uh, I remember. We, we had him on a couple some weeks fun, ago. Something fun. Um, yeah. But they're 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 physically going and getting yeah. Christians out of Afghanistan. I just figured because he was. I just figured. So you've got people like you know ex special forces in in, in country. You're running That's interference a- in Washington, right? Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, let me see how to say this. No, I've been there three, three or four times I in Afghanistan. You, I was hearing Jen Psaki talk about this, the spokesperson for the Biden White House, and 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 others uh, about why." You can't land these uh, planes that have Americans on U.S. military bases. I was unconvinced. Huh? Yes. What What did she say? Well, we don't know the people that are on there, and that could jeopardize the security of our bases. We're talking about bases outside of Afghanistan. Right, right because the problem is that uh, there are flights, as we know, being trying to get out of Afghanistan with Americans – and people who've, uh, and, and Afghani Christians, I guess, uh, among others, and the White House is saying we can't let them land on U.S. military installations. David says that's a lie. Uh, he, what's a lie? <laughs> that uh, they don't know or they can't know who these people are. Oh, well, that's I'm, what I say. I'm I, quoting, uh, let me, uh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Let me quote from him. This is, I didn't put this on tape, but this is another quote from our conversation he said everything is vetted we vet everything through what's called the ofac database ofac stands for the office of foreign assets control and they publish a sanctions list you can go online and you can type in a name and you can see if they're allowed to come in the country Uh, this is public information and they ran everyone he says um the OFAC database is the U.S. government's database, and everything has to go through that. Every passenger manifest, every passenger on the plane has to show up clear on the government's database. So they know. Well, a couple things going on there. Uh, and also, hasn't the State Department been been 
telling these folks you can't land it in other countries? They are they are controlling their bases um, in other countries. Um, oh, okay, so okay. So I asked David said that there's still a swamp in. I love the way you put this. Still a swamp in Washington. Most of the alligators reside in the State Department. There's a lot of alligators that live in the DoD. If Department there were planes trying, if there are planes trying to get out of Afghanistan or getting out of Afghanistan with Americans on board, and you won't let you won't let them land at a, a military base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's immoral, and to say the least. I understand uh, the national security or the security problem. There are ways to handle that. Like David Barton said, I just think it's an excuse. I think that uh, Biden and his bunch there at the White House, they don't want any credit to go to David Barton or Glenn Beck or, or individual individual American heroes who have been able to smuggle uh, Afghanis out uh because it makes them look bad. They're embarrassed. Yeah, and it I, makes them look bad, and so they don't want to. They don't want to look bad, so they're just trying to make it as hard as they can on these individuals trying to help folks. That's what I think. Go ahead. Well, I, and I, I also I think the State Department, the Biden administration, doesn't want these Americans telling the truth about their attempts. There you go. To get out. There you go. And how they were turned back at the Kabul airport. There you go. They don't want those stories getting out there. It's about the narrative. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also, let me, let's be honest here. There's not going to be a thousand airplanes leaving Kabul no. airport. There, there's, there's a handful probably. Uh, and so to say for Jen Psaki to say, well, we just, we can't let them land. We don't know who they are. Uh, is, is, uh, well, the Biden likes to use malarkey, right? Yes. Uh, baloney is another word. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just uh, I just think this is just – I don't think she's telling the truth. You know, it's odd. There was a congressman, um, Mark Wayne um, – um, Mark Wayne, I think is his name. I'm sorry. I'll find that out. But he was able – Marcy Mark? What did you say? No, congressman – let me look it up. Um, he was able to uh, get – he uh, stuck some people out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And he um, – the State Department opposed him the whole way through. And when he finally got these people out, the State Department tweeted out, we have successfully evacuated. Right. So they're they taking credit for it. Taking credit for other people's work while they were no help uh, getting them out. Uh, you're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. Well, another year, another grandchild for me. For Congratulations. Us. Yeah, just learned. Yes. Mark Wayne Mullen, I'm sorry. Anna, Anna Wesley Wildman was born a few minutes ago, Woo-hoo! a little while ago. That's Wesley. Wesley. Uh, Wesley and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. That's their little girl. That's neat. That's so, cool. Congratulations. Number nine. We're number nine in, no, well, ten, actually. Must be uh, fun for you and Allison when you get to babysit them all at once. Uh, Fred, I don't know how to answer that, truthfully. Uh, I don't want to. You know, yes, it's fun in ways. <laughs> Did you set me up right there, Fred? Because uh, you set me up right there. Yes, it's 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 challenging. It's ch- it's challenge. It's challenge. Uh, I do Jen Saki. It's not a crisis. That's it's right. Challenge. Let me circle back on that. I'll Fred. circle back on that answer. 
<laughs> are you part of the Are you part of the group of people, grandparents that likes to sugar them up right before they leave and send them home with mom and dad as a, as a re- retribution for all the grief your kids <laughs> gave, gave you growing up? Well, well, we got a lot of. Well, I'm gonna stop right there. How she old is your oldest I grandchild? Wanted, I just wanted to say that we just you know breaking news in our family. We just know, got this news. What'd you say? How old is your oldest grandchild? Grandson, isn't it? The oldest, um, the oldest, seven, and then I have a a, a join the family granddaughter uh-huh. uh, that's in high school. Uh, but 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 uh, by by marriage, yeah, but, that's cool. Now I think you've talked about already taking that grandson to the golf course, haven't you? Oh yeah, so my seven year old start it. Yeah, there's scholarships to be had, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not too early to get going They're, on these things, especially girls. I'm telling you. Girls. You, you can yes, g- the girls. They they are trying to give away girl golf scholarships. Oh wow! I mean, in, in, well, it might be not that. But I mean, you you if you're a girl and you're a decent high school player, you can find a scholarship at college because the the uh, what they call Title Ten, mm-hmm. I think it's Title Ten, where they have to uh, provide you know equal scholarships. Male so and so they're looking for girl athletes. Yeah, you know, in various sports, oftentimes yeah. because uh, they're not. A plenty. So anyway, that's, uh, that's yeah, absolutely. Making an investment. Well, I'm still holding out hope for myself, you know, on the professional. There you go. Huh? You never know. Mm-hmm. I, I do know, but, <laughs> but, 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 I, but I, I say holding out hope, Steve, but yeah, yeah. All right, Steve, what's the next story? I love listening to the left and listening to how they – a trip even themselves up sometimes with the language they use. Okay, so we've already heard that we're not supposed to refer to pregnant women. We're supposed to refer to them as birthing people. Yeah. Uh, because they say it's not just women and girls who can get pregnant. That's what the CDC lady said the other day. What's her name? The director? Oh. They, um, she called them birthing people or yeah. something like that. Well, You see she, this? Yeah. She wasn't the only one. This is the language of the left they've adopted. Rochelle Walensky. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, then uh, AOC. So, yeah. So she so, was on. Uh, who, who was? AOC? A, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. was on with Anderson Cooper. And uh, she, listen to how she is um, uh, talking about people who give birth. Um, and then she almost she misspeaks a little bit. This is cut five. I find Governor Abbott's comments disgusting. I don't know if he is familiar with a menstruating person's body. In fact, I do know that he's not familiar with a woman, with a a female or menstruating person's body. Because if he did, he would know that you don't have. (laughs) This is how this is how the left gets caught in their own web of of stupidness. Okay, can I call it that? Yes. uh, She she catches herself you see there mm-hmm. trying to change her wording uh why are they trying to do this they're, they're wanting to th- this expression birthing people and what does she say menstruating menstruating people menstruating. Yeah. Why, why you can't males can't do that so why did why why make the uh Distinction and what's I, so what's so wrong with using the word woman? I would say that they're virtue signaling. Except I was thinking about this. Isn't it AOC that people are virtue signaling to? So who's she virtually signaling? 
But well, why, why are the feminists like her trying to get rid of the female distinction? The language is, is so important, and they change the language for everything. The two examples we just used. Uh, Tim, this is a godless party, a godless movement that wants to change everything. And if you can uh, start blurring the lines of sexuality, blurring the lines so of gender. So that's what this is about. They're trying to at, say there's no difference. You, you can, uh, a male or female... Uh, by the way, this Cinderella, have you guys seen the Cinderella uh, uh, movie that's been advertised? No. By Disney, Mm-mm. I think. Mm-mm. Well, Disney owns Cinderella. Anyway, it had a fairy godmother, and it was a a, uh, a dude dressed up like a, a a girl. Have you seen this? No. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a movie that's about to come out. Just type it in. Is that a Brent? kid's movie? It's not aimed at kids. Uh, <laughs> it's, called, well, it's, it's called Cinderella. I guess it's a... Yeah. A, a new remake, a modern remake. Uh, to answer your question quickly about AOC not wanting to use the word woman because it's got the M-E-N in it, men. See, that's sexist. This is just, this is just, I, I, I just think the average person looks at this kind of, I think, yes. I think the Democrat party and their wokenesses and, uh, all those people in the far left in the in the entertainment industry and everything. Uh, when you when you have people like AOC talking about birthing, what'd she say? Menstruating people. Menstruating people. And you got the CDC lady, Rochelle Walensky. Yeah, saying birthing. Didn't she say birthing, birthing people? Yeah. Birthing people. The average person goes, "Why are you? This is nuts. Mm-hmm. We're not calling." My mom, a birthing person. Yeah. Okay, what do you do? What do they do on Mother's Day, by the way? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, there's no such thing. But you have to ask yourself, what is the reason? You just answered it, Steve. I think. Why would you do this? It's it's subtle because at, at certain levels because it shapes people's opinions of a topic. The left calls themselves pro-choice. They're not pro-abortion. That's the language they have deemed that we have to use. Um, they call us anti-abortion rights. But men can't give birth. No. Ma- males cannot give birth to children. But if you say it often enough, that maybe people still won't believe that a man can give birth, but it does give legitimacy to the thought that there are people out there that were born men but that are now women. It's, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a psychological warfare is what yeah. it is. Well, it's, a ta- it's, attack on, it's, an, it's an attack on... On God, absolutely, it is. That's what it is. Exactly, it's a rebellion against God. Yes, and the way He made humans, male and female. That's right. And and these people are saying, "I don't. We don't want to. We don't uh, accept that from God." Yes. Huh? Yeah, but male male or female, we'll we'll call ourselves. They lecture everybody on following the science when it comes (laughs) to climate change. I'm sorry. Uh, I went, you know, four years to university. I have a, a degree in biology and chemistry. And guess what? Uh, there are differences. There's XX and there's XY chromosomes. That's science. And it ain't going to change. That's science. You can talk to your blue in the face about not using this pronoun and not using that pronoun, but that's the way it is. Yeah. Birthing people. Listen to this one more time. I'm sorry to put, you, put everybody through this again, but just I, I got to. This is how nutty 
these left-wingers are. Go play this again. I find Governor Abbott's comments disgusting. I don't know if he is familiar with a menstruating person's body. In fact, I do know that he's not familiar with a woman, with a, a, a female or menstruating person's body. She, a uh, woman not, or female, and she catches herself mid-word and says, whoa. She says, says whoa. whoa, I can't call it a whoa. Huh? Yeah. Does she say, whoa? Which, which says, you know what that says to me? She knows herself that's ridiculous. Yes, sure, it sure. is. But huh? you know what? Here's the thing, folks, you have to understand. AOC is a star in the Democratic Party. She is a star. The mainstream media loves her. That's why you see so many stories. Surround, she, gets, she gets on Facebook, Twitter, whatever the case may be, and she makes stories. They just love she, they believe that she is taking the Democratic Party where it needs to go. All right. Let me just re real quickly. I was correct about the advertisement I saw on TV last night. This is Cinderella. This is Cinderella okay. movie. And it's a new release, 2021. And the fairy godmother is some dude named Billy Porter, who was a singer slash actor. I guess he'd call himself an actress. I don't know. From, uh, so if I'm just warning you, uh, the Cinderella movie that's coming out right now mm. has a dude dressed up like a woman posing as the fairy godmother. Yeah. So, and uh, that's that's your. Uh, so that's if your, you're planning to take your kids because it's called a Cinderella movie, stop, uh, stop and think about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't do it. No. Don't go give them money. No. Uh, and don't support that. Cinderella 2021. Uh, I'm assuming, I mean, Disney owns the rights to, to Cinderella, right? So, I think so. Wouldn't this be, let's see, uh, Amazon original movie. Excuse me. I don't want to, it's an Amazon original movie. So it's not, it's a, uh, Cinderella is a 2021 romantic musical. I'm reading from Wikipedia, which you can always count on. Film based on the fairy tale of the same name by Charles Perrault. So I, so this may not be Disney, is what I'm saying, responsible for this. This sounds like to me it's Amazon. Uh, Cinderella was released in select theaters and digitally on Amazon Prime Video on September the 3rd. I, sorry, I don't know. People can look this up on their, uh, okay. Columbia Pictures. Anyway, the movie. Yep. Avoid it, uh, and be, or be prepared uh, that that you're gonna run into a the fairy godmother is it really is a fairy, uh, huh? Yep. All right, we're just about out of time. What do you got, Steve? Um, but you know, we track uh, Joe Biden and his mental goofs and his speaking errors and everything, and we are noticing his mental decline. We're not the only ones. According to Citizen Free Press and some sources within the White House, when Joe Biden gives public remarks, some White House staffers will either mute him or turn off his remarks. They're filled with anxiety that he's going to take questions from the press and veer off the West Wing's carefully orchestrated messaging. <laughs> they can't even watch. It's Would like you? A, it's like a train. I don't blame them. I do the same like thing. Like a train wreck. Huh? Uh, I would put my hands in my ears, my fingers in my ears, turn my head, run the volume down, uh, just 
you know, it's kind of like you're not those. You know, ever watch the end of a sporting event? And you don't want to watch and see if your team won or lost. Mm. You just can't bear the anxiety. That's the way they were at the White House. Every time their boss speaks, oh please. And if they're worried about him saying a word wrong, remember he's the president of the United States. He's got his hand on the button. Stop and think about that. Yeah, thank you, Fred, for those words of comfort and encouragement as we end the program today. We'll we see haven't you got all the next 18. week if we make it. <laughs> all right, trivia Friday tomorrow, and so we will have some fun. Then we'll see you back here.